Alrighty, welcome back. Season 2, Episode 7 of the Garage Beers Podcast. And uh, the bush light, nice and cold tonight. We uh, we got a little a little cock tease last week. Had some nice weather over the weekend. I had sixty. I think we we might have hit like sixty five where I was at. Uh, and uh, then overnight last night it fucking snowed again. So like a solid amount. An I mean annoying amount. And then, yes, an yeah, annoying amount. An I wouldn't amount. say solid amount. Yeah. I'd say an annoying amount. Um, Postpone golf another week. Yep. Yep. Did you get to golf this weekend? Uh, no. Damn. Just the simulator, huh? Yep. Tomorrow's supposed to be decent. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, 40-something. Yeah, but it's it's about time to get like yeah. 55, 60. I know. We posted about it a bunch. I think that's what happened. Yeah. We jinxed it. We jinxed it. Yeah, fuck us. <laughs> so, um, anyways, but uh, we're cruising along. We've got uh, a very special guest on the show tonight. Mm. Um, we talk about him quite a bit, so it'll be good to finally get him uh to be a part of this but uh did get a a very nice little care package oh, yeah. in the mail today um our uh I, I think it's safe to say our number one listener she listens every single week she uh when we put stuff out on our story she always answers uh that Hutton's is gonna be pissed yeah well <laughs> suck it Hutton. uh She's she's hotter than he is, so that's that definitely adds to the to the factor. But wow. uh, East Coast girl sent us a little care package from Canada, a eh? and uh, I have a question. Okay. So she's not. On, is she on the coast? No, she. Uh, so I think her, she her name because um, I asked her one day and she was telling me she grew up uh, in on I don't know how they call it but prince edward island which is like oh. really far east in canada gotcha so i think that's where the east coast girl but i i still would like to know like why we went away <laughs> from switched. rocks duchess uh i thought that was a pretty pretty unique name <laughs> but agree. uh so no in this care package uh some some canadian trinkets um i i guess our our lays the the ketchup flavor like never had it Never, never had, had it. it, but like I guess I didn't realize. Is that like a Canadian thing? No idea. I don't know. So, I had Lay's with ketchup. I just haven't had the Lay's flavored ketchup. Well, you'll have to. Could be a game changer. You'll have to try those out and uh, report back when we're when we record next. But uh, <clears throat> we got some neat uh, Velcro Canadian flag patches. Uh, a couple strips. I think these were like they might be military issue because they're that dark mm. green, like olive green. Uh, got uh, some t-shirts, some koozies. This um, was a hell of a care package. Yeah, like, I was very yeah. impressed. Like not just one. You go to well, I don't know if they have Walgreens up there, whatever you would call it. And like, have you ever had to do that? You just mm-hmm. like go through like four aisles and you just grab a bunch of things and call yeah. it good. Like this was like multiple multiple locations. Like it was pretty sweet, pretty sweet. So we are uh, we are working on our own little return care package, um, and we'll we'll get that sent off to you be here. Only bush lights. <laughs> you know she she had messaged me and said like i was gonna send you some canadian beer but like with customs she right. wasn't sure how that how that works so um but uh yeah so shout out to east coast girl uh we are definitely going to enjoy there's there was one really interesting thing in there called smarties which like we all know smarties as like that hard like sugary candy right yeah well these i guess in canada smarties are like m&ms but have you ever had chiclets yeah 
No, not chiclets. Yeah, chiclets, chiclets are the gum, right? Are you talking about like the wheels? No, these are like little like tiny chocolate balls. And they come in like a sleeve like a Smarties do, but whatever. Never had them. These, like, they look like M&M's, but they taste 10 times better than M&M's. So, Canada, you've got at least that uh, that going for you. So, anyways, uh, so thank you, East Coast Girl. We'll, uh, we will definitely return the favor here, and uh, we'll enjoy... Maybe maybe I'll I'll try the uh, the Lay's ketchup chips and and give it a whirl with some bush light see if that helps. But I'm not I'll be honest I'm not uh, uh, not putting too much into that as, as if I'm gonna like yeah. it. But anyway, so let's uh, let's talk current events. Uh, Spart sports are kind of still in a bit of a stalemate. We did have the uh, USFL draft. And this wasn't last week. Maybe two weeks ago. QB1, baby. QB1 uh, goes in the first round to the uh, New Orleans Breakers. Waves? I think I think they're the Breakers. But, uh, yeah, so QB1, Kyle Sloter. Uh, I don't know if we can say he's a fan of the pod, but we're going to go with it anyways. Um, <laughs> we can make him one. Yeah, yeah. So they're, uh, the USFL is, uh, you know, I think they, they're going to start here in the spring. 24th. In the 24th, yeah. yeah down, in, so. uh, down in Birmingham. And all all eight teams are playing their games there each week, which I think is kind of a unique um, and smart business decision because, like, travel gets so expensive when we're talking 60, 70 people each week. Especially now with gas prices. Well, right, right. What's the the closest team to us? I mean, well, Well, they're, like, all living in Alabama. Yeah. Like, for the whole season. Oh, that's how that works? For this year, right? Because they they don't want all the – crazy travel expenses to be the reason the league failed right? uh, that so, and i think like, they're uh i mean it's basically going to be like the d league or the g league for football. correct oh Sounds so that's like, what they're trying to do yeah, yeah. got it so it's going to get done before preseason all that stuff gets done. i like that i like that which is weird because like i've heard the xfl is now making a resurgence and they are like talking with the nfl to be like a similar thing, but a lot for um, whether, or I guess, with more of a focus on rule changes. Well, that's what the U.S. whatever the right the USFL. So yeah. I don't know why like there's two of these leagues. Well, the, that's probably well, the XFL trying to make it again. Yeah. What are the rule changes? Just like on what like should we have replay on pass interference? Oh, like implementing some of those different things. Just see how it plays out. Right. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And like rather than just like sit there and arbitrarily think, yeah, this would be a good change. Well, the XFL tried to do like WWE though. It was like well, that was a crusher. Wi- yeah, that was a while ago, <laughs> and like I never quite understood like what that was gonna be because uh, you still got to play the game. So like, where right. does like the WWE or whatever factor in? But that or we should just let the XFL battle it out. Team that wins the XFL gets to like replace the team that gets last place in the NFL. Oh God, <laughs> that'd be bad. And Nick would be scared because Detroit Lions yeah. might be on. The yeah, problem. I mean, if you're if you're a member of the Lions, like, do you just jump ship if that happens? God, I don't but know. But then, what if no one else in the league wants to take you, right? But uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, where we were going with that is um, he was the the first pick for the. I'm pretty sure it's the Breakers. And now that you're like not giving me confidence when I say that is making me really question it. Uh, New Orleans, wasn't it? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was the New the Orleans Breakers, breakers. but um, <clears throat> we'll find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. But uh, anyways, saw saw a post from them like reliving draft day, and and there it was, QB one, looking all shiny and 
Studley. So we'll be we'll be following him if if we're still recording shows. Hopefully during their season. Why don't you know? Like last season, it wasn't really planned when we stopped. Right. So right. We're not going to commit to anything. But if uh, if that is if we're, or if we are recording while they're still playing, that will be a weekly segment where we break down oh, yeah. last performance. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and Ooh. for his sake, I hope he's he's having a good season because knowing us, we don't really hold You're right. back. New True. Orleans Breakers, and New we Orleans should uh, we should get Alyssa on as phone a friend one of those segments. Well, yeah, that'd yeah, be we great. We might have to do that. It should be down. Michigan Panthers. Oh, Michigan Panthers out of what city? Do we know? Just says Michigan Panthers. I wonder what city that is. Grand Rapids, maybe. I doubt it's, the, the, I doubt it's Detroit. Flint. Guess who <laughs> the head coach is? Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Oh yeah, the like YMCA from... Tropics. <laughs> um. It's got to be Grand Rapids. There's no way they would put it in Detroit. <clears throat> and what other city would be big enough? Ann Arbor, maybe. Yeah, but are you competing too much? I know it's not necessarily like in season with the, with Michigan football, but yeah, I doubt Grand I doubt Rapids it. feel yeah. like it it can sustain a, another team like that. Which, but like, <clears throat> so let's say it is Grand Rapids. Like, do you really have any affiliation to a team that's not playing any games? In that city, like I think that's going to be the interesting thing from a fan standpoint. Like we're bought in because of Kyle, right? But if there wasn't that connection, like we're not going to watch. No, but if there was a game within driving distance, we all for sure would go. You know it. I mean, I am I am planning on going to Birmingham and for Seriously? one of these weekends because like the games are going to be because there's eight teams in the league, so there's two games. I'm pretty sure two games Saturday and two games Sunday. Mm. So like. I've talked with Alyssa about going down for a weekend. I would go. Load load the carry on because I can know I can bring my camera gear. Right, we covered mm-hmm. that last mm-hmm. week. And get a media uh, pass. Down, yeah, get a media pass. Shoot some USL fo- USFL football. So that'd be uh, sweet. <clears throat> the other current event came out of the uh, the Big Ten wrestling this weekend, and the uh, my beloved Iowa Hawkeyes are a little bit under fire. And uh, yeah, it was Nick, pathetic. I, yeah, you know, especially I, with watching their documentary, they would never have stood for that. Right, right. Like Which as is, wrestlers, I don't know like, where or like how this started. Um, yeah, who's the first one that like? But it's definitely getting out of control. Who's the one that uh, like? Back up a bit. You got to explain to the listeners correct. what's happening. Yeah, Cole, you you jumped in. Sorry, and, and took us away. So basically, what's happening? is in the Big Ten, because of the way they do bids for nationals, if you finish, like, top nine, because the Big Ten is so deep, if you finish, like, top eight or top nine, you get a bid to the national tournament. Different from, like, D3s, where you got to finish top three in your regional. Um, and I think at the, the regional we had here in Dubuque, you're talking, like, six, 15 or 16 wrestlers in your weight class, so you got to beat... 12 or 13 of them to qualify right so much different at the d1 level they award bids so basically and you saw it i i feel like we saw it more this year than we've seen in past years but like if you are maybe you're coming into the tournament and you're you know maybe coming back from an injury and you advanced in the bracket to the point where you know you're guaranteed top eight you know you're getting a bid to a nationals you can do what's called a medical forfeit. So you you don't wrestle anymore, and basically the guy that you were supposed to face in that bracket just automatically advances. This is different from a medical default, which is if you start a match and you get injured, and then you decide in the middle of the match you're not going to continue, it's 
you basically, you know, lose the match and you get credited with a loss. Right. If you medical forfeit before you even step on the mat, it's not considered a loss. Yeah, see, that, that's ridiculous, I, in and, my opinion. And I do, too. Um, so, basically, what we saw this weekend, uh, and, and I know Iowa's not the only school that's doing it, but I think the issue that people are having is you can medical forfeit without any, like, repercussions or repercussions mm. or like any mm -hmm. sign of an injury right so like they don't even have to have a doctor's note <laughs> a doctor no. No, no 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 listen that's a real thing in swimming oh really yeah if you oh if i you thought wear, you were making a joke no no if you are wearing any sort of brace tape anything you have to have a note from a doctor wow no so like yeah isn't that crazy the i think one of the prime examples like iowa did it with kemmer and they did it with drake ayala um, who both have had injuries this season, right? They they earned their spot. They know they're going to nationals. That's one thing. And like, and I'm not. Could they still have wrestled? Sure, but I think more of the issue that I take with it is at heavyweight. Tony Cassiope, you know, great heavyweight has had a lot of success. Has had something like eight or nine losses in his career. And I think six of them have come against Gable Stevenson, who Gable Stevenson right now is like, especially especially with Spencer Lee out of the mix. Gable Gable Stevenson is like the best wrestler pound for pound in the NCAA right now. Yeah. It's going to be Stevenson and Cassiope in the final at 285. Obviously, both guys have already qualified for nationals and Cassiope medical forfeits. So that I you know I saw multiple people talking on Twitter like. Basically, this is bullshit. Like, you know, Iowa talks this big game about how they don't back down, and now all of a sudden they're medical forfeiting in these tournaments when there's no apparent injury or anything like that. You see it a little bit at at other levels, but I think because of the prominence of Division One wrestling and especially the Big Ten, like it gets talked about a lot more. Um, and and I did see one guy raised a point like, if you're going to medical forfeit, it's going to count as a loss, and like. Does does a loss on Cassiope's record at this point mean anything in terms of qualifying for nationals? No. Seeding. It could. It could with seeding. But I Legacy. mean, right? Because if he gets another loss, he could potentially drop below the Penn State wrestler, because then it would be one to one because yeah. he beat Paris in a third place match. So now he would have to wrestle Gable in the semifinals instead of possibly the finals. Oh, right. Right. So. I mean, I know you're you don't come from a wrestling background, but basically the premise of this is like in the sport of wrestling, you can basically just skip a match with no penalty and because because there's no penalty and in in that situation with Cassiope, nine and a half times out of ten, he's gonna lose to Stevenson. So rather than take that loss, he can just skip the match and face no penalty, which I think is bullshit. Here's my question. Does it affect the team score in any way? No. So does Gable get a? How, does Gable would Gable have got points for winning? Oh, I see what you're saying. So I thought the other you meant person. like on the Iowa side. No, 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 the um, other side. Because did that play an effect on Michigan winning with all these four medical forfeits? Oh, well, maybe it could have. Um, the only thing, the only thing that would make sense is if you get credit for a uh, pin, right? So basically, when it comes to the team standings, you get two points for a, a decision, 
and then like each round of the tournament it's kind of multiplied but i think a, a fall gets you four right and i don't points. know if it does and i don't know like it but it would be wild if brands hated penn state that much he would much rather see Michigan <laughs> oh maybe he, that is doing the medical forfeits and I, I have no idea if that's the case. If that is, like, even a possibility, yeah. like, that's even more. That's some serious gamesmanship right there. I don't know. That's BS. But, it, I mean, so back to, like, what I was saying earlier. So Nick and I watched the Brands um, documentary after one of the Highly tools. recommend it. And just, to me, the way that they held themselves in that video goes completely against what yeah. they did in sure. the Big Tens. Like, these guys wouldn't have backed down against somebody that just came up to them on the side of the street, let alone now all of a sudden they're just saying, I'm not going to let you try to compete for a Big Ten championship. Mm -hmm. There was a 0% chance that he was legit injured. Cassiopeia, I I haven't heard anything to indicate that he was. Um, And you see this, like, I mean, I covered wrestling for, for five or six years, and, like, You'd get to a point in a duel, you know, nine times out of ten, you're starting at 125. If you've got, you know, a heavyweight in, in or 90 summer or something like that against the kid that it's not necessarily a guarantee that they're going to win. And by the time you get to that weight, the duel's already decided. Mm. Then you just don't throw, you know, your one guy and have it be a top ten battle because, well, what if you lose? Then that hurts your chances of seeding sure. at regionals or nationals or whatever it might be. Yeah, but, I mean... In that situation, though, you do like if you don't wrestle anybody, you do lose. You know, the other team will get six yeah, points. Yeah. But like, you could then throw your backup one ninety seven, right? And he's but, just going to get thrashed, right? But I right. also think that like it should be a loss, a loss regardless. If you're hurt or you're not hurt, yeah. Like if you have an injury, you're not a, you're not able to compete. Correct. Therefore, a part of winning a, a national championship or winning a Big Ten championship is being able to stay healthy. Yeah. Like, that is a part yeah. of the sport of the game. And so, I mean, like, other people doing this, it should affect his standing going on or, like, later. Because if he like, is he, if he is hurt, then that should be a seating. He lost. He would have lost. Or you even so I know when they do seeding for brackets, there's different criteria that they evaluate. And maybe the third or fourth criteria is how many medical forfeits did you have? You know, and if if you had more than three, because like it's all based on a, a points system. Like, <clears throat> you know, you're a national champ for the previous season, and you get like thirty points or however it works. But like, let's say. Hey, you know, Michael Kemmerer, you medical forfeited six matches this year. You lose six points on your on your seeding criteria, like something like that, because that you know everything is geared towards that national tournament at the end of the year. So I just I think it'd be really interesting, um, and I wonder if the national committee kind of sees you know all this discussion and decides that they're going to do something about it. And it's also just tough for me that you're like. Wrestling's trying to, especially in the Big Tens, with how much it's starting to get like televised, like it's tough to grow the sport when you've got people doing this. Yeah, like televised wise, when people channel in to watch the number one versus the number four guy in the country, right? And then one just well, medical I mean, forfeits. You know, so you apply this to a different sport like football. Let's, let's, well, the, I was in, I was gonna go like since basketball's in season right now, like all right, Big Ten tournament. Well, no, this is exactly what's happening in NCAA football. People aren't playing in their bowl games because they don't want to get hurt. Yeah. 
in a sense. Similar. I think it's a l- similar, but it's a little bit different. I, what I was going to say is like Illinois, right? Illinois just won the Big Ten last night. They are going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. No question about it. They still so, play the Big Ten tournament. Correct. What's the st- what like? Or they make to the finals. They don't play the championship. Yeah. Game. <laughs> no, like, I mean, what, what's I, yeah. to stop them from doing that? You know, because if they lose in the Big Ten, maybe that drops them from. Right, but a, see, they get a, a four. Seed. That's a loss. But that is exactly. a loss. Exactly. Right. Which exactly. Should be. Like right. But could you just imagine for a second if you had a team in one of those power power five conferences that made it to the basketball tournament championship and they just said, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna forfeit," and it didn't affect them. Yeah. 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 See, this yeah. is like when you think about it like that. That is fucking wild. Right. right. But to me, like I honestly lost respect for the Brands Brothers because they threw in the white towel essentially. Yeah. Like there was no ifs and buts like about it. They literally just they weren't going to win the Big Ten, so they said boo hoo, right. and then just threw in the towel. Right. Right. Yeah. So I know. Uh, our friend Trevor, well, that'll be music to you, his ears that uh, you know you, you lost respect for the Brands Brothers. So, but um, moving right along, snack time. Mm. Uh, this was a segment that we uh, brought out uh, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and so uh, well, you know, Nick's got Nick talk. I think snack time might we might put on Cole. So this will be uh, <laughs> your segment that uh, that you get to pitch things to to us. I like it putting them on the spot okay uh so we're gonna go with like fruit snacks so fruit like flavored snacks. fruit flavored snacks so like fruit roll-ups gushers um fruit snacks which fruit snacks you can even go into smileys um oh smileys are gross mots dude my team loves smileys is their really? favorite out of any of the ones i get so this yeah. the smileys if there's one of the two the one with like the like purple, orange, yeah. red, and yellow is way better than the one that's got like green, blue. Like that right. one's not. Well, great. how about this? What about where does Starburst land? Oh, Starburst. So snack. is Starburst? So that's a fruit flavor snack. Fruit okay. snack. So I was thinking more. Yeah. Well, I know what that's that, the be? reason I threw well, that like, out there is because I, I knew so we it was talked kind about of like fringe. It's, it's more of like a candy than it is. Well, yeah, but, but so it's is a everybody fruit else. Flavored snack. Right. So is a gummy worm. So is oh, yeah. airheads. Yeah. Ooh, airheads. Yeah. How about uh, sour warheads? What about gum? So like bubblelicious bubblegum. I mean, because I, that's I'm my a, I'm an inclusive person. If you want to include gum in this discussion, go right ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna pick. That. How about that zebra gum? I mean, I the do like bubblelicious. <laughs> that was gross. Zebra gum. It, it the flavor or it takes longer to unwrap the stick and put it in your mouth than the flavor actually lasts. <laughs> Would you think they did that on purpose to like have an identity? That everyone oh, would yeah. talk about it. Well, but like, okay, so you're a kid and you're at the the grocery store with your parents. You can like a blue gum wrapper isn't going to do anything to you. But as a like, right? How right, old right. were you when you recognized or were taught what a zebra looked like? True, true. There ain't much other out there in the world that looks like a fucking zebra. <laughs> also, so you're going to see that and you're going to reach for it. Right. <laughs> Think about it. You go through a pack and like by the time you're home, true, you got to buy like ten packs. True. What would last longer, a pack of zebra cakes or a pack of zebra gum? It depends on zebra who's cakes. buying it. <laughs> and who's eating it. Um, because it, did you eat a whole pack on the way out to the car? I did. I did. But like, okay, within reason, right? So not like more than one at a time. 
But like, I wonder if you were to chew a, a single stick of zebra gum, and then you spit it out and put in a new piece every time, like you lost flavor. Mm-hmm. How long that would last? I bet. What is there? Fifteen sticks. Yeah. I bet an you, hour. Oh, far less. I was thinking like fifteen to twenty minutes. No, I'm telling you that you that stick loses of gum flavor loses in one minute. Yes. yes. Well, maybe. Well, if you're listening at this point, go ahead and go buy a pack of zebra gum. Yeah, and test it out. Test it out for us. We should actually let it, basically test it let out. us know if we should do our own tests or we can just trust your uh, your scientific experiment. But uh, all right, so snack time, fruit flavored snacks. My my, what are we saying? Top three. Yeah. All right. So top three fruit flavored snacks. I think number one is going to be sour gummy worms. Mm. Uh, if I'm on a road trip and I'm stopping in the gas station, there is a 80% chance that I'm getting sour gummy worms. And the nice thing about sour gummy worms is that I've never had a bad pack. I've had some that are way better. And that one came out of this random uh, gas station convenience store in Kenosha. Yeah, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I don't even remember what the place was. But, like, they didn't come in a bag. It came in, like, a plastic container. A plastic container. If I would have known how good those sour gummy worms would have been, I probably would have bought five of those containers. Oh, you're saying they were good. I thought you were saying they were bad. No, these were hands down the best sour gummy worms. And I don't know if they were, like, a homemade, like, that gas station convenience store makes them (laughs) yeah they were out of this world and i have that was like back in september i haven't been back to kenosha since so i need to i you can't just like drive to kenosha for gummy worms right right um that's definitely that's my number one so we'll go around I, i won't do all three at once so nick the you're gonna be surprised you know mine have changed through the years but my number one is and you're gonna be pissed at me for this because i've had this debate i've had this debate with others who almost always take your side regular gummy worms really <laughs> yeah yeah i love okay. just is your number one og gummy that's worms. your yeah, number one number one it has been for the last like two years i got into them again and that's that that might even be my number one candy right now overall and i don't buy i try not to buy them a lot because i will eat the entire bag <laughs> if i buy them <laughs> Um, and then I just feel like crap, but well, yeah, that's when you so just good. go on the assault bike for 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Really? So regular, regular, regular gummy worms. Yep. I, the sour, like my, I feel like my tongue, my tongue gets numb by the end of the bag. If I buy sour, sour is good. Oh, well, they, I mean, you definitely get that, but then yeah. you, you know, if you're on a ro- long road trip, you wait two hours and then you're ready for, for another bag. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. All right. So sour gummy worms, regular gummy worms, yeah. Cole I'm going gushers. Oh, that's good. That's a good pick. Gushers. It gets stuck in my teeth too much. That's my issue with gushers. Yeah. Did you have braces as a kid? Yeah, but only for six months. Wow. I was super strict about it, and they were gone six months, never needed them again. Man. Maybe lucky. that's why you're in such good shape, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so fruit gushers. Okay, so my number two, um, I think I'm going to go with uh, – I just found these like maybe a year ago. Airheads, they're like a, um, it looks like a combo, but it's mm. filled with an airhead and like wrapped in like the candy, like gummy. I know, talking about like a cowtail kind of. Yeah, but like the cowtail is like a foot long. Yeah, I've never this had is it. like but the cowtail. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't know what the hell they're called, but those are probably, if, I, mm. if I'm not feeling the sour gummy worms, I'm grabbing the airhead thing, my jigs. 
Yeah, I've never had those. Uh, my number two is gonna be um, uh, the stuff I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> the, Wait, that's, that's, the, that's your number the, two. The, the thing that you, grew, you yeah. threw up. The, that in the rings, which I'm surprised. The peach rings because no, he no, literally no. said that he wouldn't eat again because they did not. They didn't digest Dust in his stomach. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, they're still really good. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, what are those things? Lifesavers. Yeah. But the, the, the gummy oh, ones. The gummy lifesavers. Yep. Yep. Those okay. are so good. I'm going with the purple bag Skittles. Mm. So you can get an entire bag of Skittles with just one color? No, no, no it's no, a purple no. bag. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, I see what you're So okay. not the original, but the purple bag. That is good. And those are like the tropical fruit. Flavors. Not the tropical. Tropical is blue. I'm trying to think okay. of what the uh, purple one exactly called. but Okay. Some random. Uh, and my So my number three, Mike and Ike's. Oh, God. Oh, that's a hot take. I Gross. What fruit do those taste like? Well, it's a variety. You got all kinds <laughs> of flavors. Like lime. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Lime, cherry. Mm. That's Lemon. Too, that's too jelly bean esque. Oh, I fucking love. You jelly like jelly beans? beans? Oh, yeah, no, that's probably out. like number four on my list. I would list agree. Out. I'm not. Yeah, I'm out on those. <sighs> well, good. And then I'll eat all. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> we would make a good pairing in in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Candy corn? No. Yeah, no, I, I, I can like eat corn. like yeah. four pieces at a time, and then I'm done. Yeah, no, it gets I'm old. Out. It gets old quick. But uh, <laughs> all right, my number three is going to be a throwback. I personally haven't had these maybe in a decade, but uh, they are amazing. Um, Scooby Doo flavored gummies. Have you had like those? the fruit snacks? Scooby, not flavored. Scooby Doo like fruit snacks. Fruit snacks. Yeah, those yeah. are good. Okay, so what's different between those fruit snacks and other? There's fruit like snacks? a different consistency to them. They, they, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're there good. Is. You gotta try. That's them. an OG pack of fruit snacks. You gotta try it, dude. It's a different consistency. Do they still make them? Yeah, yeah. I think so, the but they change. Don't... I think. Oh, oh, they have a little uh, bit. Damn. Okay. All right. Okay. Cole, wrap us up. Um, watermelon, bubblicious, bubblegum. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You used to pound that. <laughs> yeah, you're what happened that to that? Over Big League Chew? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, dude, what happened chew. to your addiction with that? Dude, I, it was well, it was bad for a while. Well, dude, so we, I had, I was convinced that like, <laughs> probably am diabetic, but like, <laughs> so my sugar levels would get low and then I would literally just pop a couple of those in and my workout energy level would just go up and then I just pop like literally two and then I could do a workout. You were going through like a, a box of those a week. Well, yeah, I would do like two. I would literally pop like two in my mouth for a workout. And I'd be good to go. Wild, wild. Alrighty. Well, it's that time. We're going to move it up. Uh, usually this is uh towards the back half, but we're going to move it up today. This is phone a friend. Hello, sir. Hello. Is this uh, the founder of the side of guac podcast? This is co-founder, yes. The, the <laughs> no, no, we're well. giving you all the credit. Look who it Your is. Your other I founder. Will, uh, take the credit. Yes, that's me. How's Good. it going, gentlemen? <laughs> Good. Tom, hey, this is uh, Jimmy with Cole and Nick. You're our guest tonight on Garage Beers podcast. Hopefully you feel honored, but really we are the ones that are truly honored to be <laughs> no, graced no, with I your presence. Good, good, good. I'm excited for the I, I, I spoke to you briefly. Hopefully you guys can hear me well enough. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. I spoke to you really briefly before this. Hopefully this doesn't rule me out as a, a future in-person guest as well. 
No, no, no definitely we'll not. Uh, that's a short list of people that that qualify as both being a uh, phone guest and an in person. So we need to do okay, a, a co-op. We good. need to get the band oh, yeah. together. So, Tom, I, I, was this your idea, or was this something? Uh, you, do we say his name? Trent? No, Stat Boy. Stat Boy. <laughs> Stat Boy. Uh, yeah. He he was talking to me like last week, and uh, so you guys, of all the things you guys do on your podcast, um, one of the ones that I always seem to catch and I always vote on uh, is the uh, I'm going to call it the Mount Rushmore but like your guys a snake draft right no 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 no. for legal reasons we don't call it that (laughs) so what do you call it we call it the snake draft okay so we call it the snake draft but it is in no way a snake draft there's no there's no snake in the the picking but we just stuck to the name it is what it is okay so you guys do the snake draft I'm not going to say that's like your most popular segment but it is one of the ones that like I feel like you guys get really good interaction with on social. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and then for us, you know, I mean, we're the Garage Beers podcast and we drink shitty beer. So, like, we we talked about flipping that one segment. So, like, we would record a snake draft and then you would right. include that segment in your show. And then you right. guys would do a shitty beer review and we would just include that recording in our show. Yeah, no. I'm, and then... I'm- that's All like part it. one. And then part two is going to be some weekend that you come up and visit. We're going to do a five person podcast and we're just going to have a fucking blast with it. So it sounds like you're right. Ahead. The world isn't ready. The world isn't ready. But <laughs> Tom, I don't think I, we are either, but I, it's okay. We'll get there. Tom, do you actually exist? <laughs> I've never I met do. you. I am a human. Yeah. Um. He's, he's been to Dubuque. <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally, Dubuque. when I'm not there. Or me. But <laughs> yeah. No, I. <laughs> I have been to Dubuque, and I, I met a ton of people, coincidentally. <laughs> you were not one of them, so it is what it is. Were you here the night that we kicked got kicked out of Yardarm? Um, the outdoor bar? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know where you two were. That was <laughs> like – I was in season. We, we okay. weren't there. I don't know where Wild. Well, that was a great night. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Tom – normally with like regular guests, not celebrities like yourself, we have five questions that we ask as a part of the segment. This is not going to fall into that category. So we may ask you a question and like we just like you guys on the side of guac, I feel like love to ramble and go into like different questions and topics. So like, we're just (laughs) going to flow with it. Okay. For what it's worth, this is very enjoyable for me because this is the first time I've ever been on another podcast and not had to worry about the like (laughs) logistics of, actually setting up i guess so this is great i'm really enjoying this i could go completely off the rails yeah the whole time and the whole time you can think to yourself wow i don't have to edit this yeah exactly i know you need to know right now that i am a liability to your podcast that's all right that's all right you're a liability i'm willing to willing to take on so okay great uh first question uh is a two-parter uh tell us what your favorite beer is and then the shittiest beer that you've ever had Ooh, okay. Um, Jim, my favorite is your favorite. Same one, right? Say it on three. One, two, three. Bush Light. Miller Light. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're a little bit different. Um, I am a Miller Light through and through. Wow. To the day I die. Just a Miller Light guy. It is what it is. I don't know. I, I And I went to school in Iowa. You know that. Go Hawks. Go Hawkeyes. Um, I've had my fair share of bush lights. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get into bush lights. So you, were, you, were you drinking Miller Light at Iowa? 
Yes. I was that guy who, when everyone was grabbing 30, 30 racks, I would grab a case of Miller Lite. And, what people... and it was great because no one else would drink it. It ah. would just be me and one other buddy of mine. So you didn't never had to worry about someone like snaking a beer from you. Never had to worry about it. No, Genius move. no, it was great. It, yeah, it worked out really well. Um, and whole family, just a Miller Lite family. You know, it is what it is. Mm. That was going to be my guess. And, and, yeah, and big my, South Side thing. Right, right. In my experience, like at least with like the people I grew up with and friends with from back home, like if you drink Miller Lite. Your dad drinks Miller Lite. Your older brother drinks Miller Lite. Yeah. Your uncle drinks Miller right. Lite. It's. I mean, it's the same with any light beer. I feel nope. like you're. My father does not drink Bush Light. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Same. Okay. 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 <laughs> Maybe I should say it's it's Bud Light and Miller Light. I feel like that are the two. I can see the Bud Light. Yeah. Family beers. It's like Coke and Pepsi. Um, you have. You like one or the other. You don't. Yeah. What do you, you don't mess you with guys, both. Hold on. Are you guys Coke or Pepsi families? Coke. 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 Shit. Okay, I'm, I got out of here again. All right, we were a Pepsi family again. Wow. Please. Yeah. What do you? Hey, no disrespect to Coca Cola. Okay. So, how old were you when you had your first Miller Lite? Oh, it's a good question. I don't know for sure. I actually, well, I don't know if I'm gonna like really out myself here. I want to <laughs> say I didn't start drinking until like later. <laughs> later than most from so my like area grade? <laughs> no sophomore sophomore year of high school i think we started drinking wow. which i think is that was like i think average for people around here yeah I know, sophomore year i remember i went to chicago with some friends and my one friend had another friend that was 21 and i drank dr pepper and captain morgan out of like a thermos <laughs> wow. and i got i got I'm pretty sure I got drunk because before they would take me back to my home, we went through a McDonald's drive-thru and they were like, drink some coffee and you'll sober up. Yeah, that doesn't fucking wow. work. <laughs> oh, that'd be great after just slamming Captain Morgan. Right, black like, coffee. Hey, let's hit the McCafe and get a coffee. Okay, so Miller Lite is your, your go-to. What yeah, is I your... Also, I, I know you guys don't, don't like IPAs, but I have to bring it up. I do enjoy an ipa every once in a while i actually just today today if you guys don't know is cashmere pulaski day did you guys know that the hell does that even mean cashmere pulaski is a, a polish and american war hero essentially mm. uh fought for the independence of poland and america mm. but uh, anyway there's a brewery right by me in chicago i don't know if you guys have heard of maplewood brewery have not mm-hmm no, okay, God, hitting a miss tonight. Yep. Um, <laughs> but they do a big thing every year where they celebrate this. They have a bunch of beers named after them. The Pulaski Pilsner is the one I was drinking tonight. Okay. So I went there and enjoyed a couple of those tonight. Um, so that was good. But as far as worst beer, I have yeah. I have like one specific beer I had. I don't know the name. I don't know oh. what exactly it was. But describe. I the was can. visiting. It was a bottle. I was visiting my brother at University of Iowa so before I went there. And we were having a kind of a low-key night. Went over to his buddies. He's like, you want a beer? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm in high school. I'm like, yeah, I'll have a beer <laughs> with my brother and his buddy. So we sit down. His buddy brings out like this dark lager. And I'm like, all right. And I'm just trying to like be cool, like not freak out or anything. I'm like, just going to have a beer. And like I crack open this beer. And it was like one of the... <laughs> 
I still don't enjoy them to this day. It was like one of those beers that tastes like a dark coffee, like thick coffee. Mm. No, it wasn't it Guinness. Like it wasn't Guinness. Maybe it was a stout. I don't. I don't know. It was. It was probably a stout. Um, but like this whole time, I'm just sitting there with my brother and his buddy trying to stomach this this dark <laughs> beer. Like Jesus Christ. So um, eventually, put like half of it down. But that was. I think that is the worst single worst beer I've had. So in my life. did anyone else? at this time drink that same beer or did they just uh, were you the only one drinking this like what we think to be a stout no his buddy was drinking it oh okay i didn't I, know if this was like a joke they were playing on you the high schooler like hey drink <laughs> this shitty beer that we know you're no gonna no 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 i don't know why in college his buddy was drinking stouts <laughs> um but he pulled out a beer and was like yeah you guys you want to you want the one of these and i just it, being awkward was like yeah sure of course wow so that was yeah that was a bad one well but, yeah that's a uh, bad one because you can't tell us what it was called so all right we'll accept yeah. it though we'll accept it all right so you've been to dubuque how many times once or twice i have been to dubuque to visit you guys one time wow. i was in dubuque another time as well okay well you could pull from that trip too for this next question so okay what is your favorite memory in dubuque or your favorite memory with one of the three of us? Hmm. Well, the second half of that one's very limited. I feel like that's just Jim asking <laughs> how much, you know, how much I love Jim. Um, I think my favorite is when we went to the casino and uh, we, we all sat around a blackjack table and I was sitting next to my guy beef, you know, my lovely, my lovely beef. And, when you play blackjack, especially when like you're at a table and you've had a couple drinks, you know what you're supposed to do. Like, <laughs> oh, I should I should stay here. I should hit here. But every once in a while, you know, if you're playing for a while, you're like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna risk this. Fucking I feel like send I'm it. A, I feel. What am I? Oh, I'm sitting 17. Yeah, I'm feeling a four. No. A, like <laughs> some stupid like that, right? And so beef, beef is right after me. And so I make one of these stupid moves and I just completely fuck him over yep. on the table. And he was so pissed. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to just stay. And I'm like, dude, I don't, <laughs> Hey, let me play. You shouldn't let me sit at the front of the table, whatever. Well, we play there for, you know, however long I end up going up like 150 bucks throughout the day and beef is down like a hundred. <laughs> and he was so heated with me right which for beef he might as well have lost like ten thousand dollars <laughs> exactly so that was that for me him just being so mad that i had won money <laughs> was one of the more enjoyable uh moments for me but the, the whole weekend was good i yeah i dubuque's a magical city man in a while. and that was at it the, really is. the queue if i remember correctly oh nice so the queue yeah that wasn't at the diamond joe was it it was the one with the dogs that's yeah, yeah yeah Okay. So <clears throat> this isn't on our list. This is a, a Tom specific question. So okay. I don't know if Nick and Cole have heard the story about how you became friends with Trent. Cause I think it's like really interesting. Cause like John like also plays a role in this. Like is, is a, if I'm speaking correctly, correct me, but you and John like weren't, you didn't grow up together. Right. Same neighborhood. Um, kind of like, knew of each other but weren't really friends yeah so um, then how did you like how did you meet trent 
and like you two like we our group here makes the running joke and i hope you're not offended but like you and you and trent talk more than sometimes some of us talk to trent in a given week or him and anna <laughs> i'm offended i'm offended <laughs> no we it's it's wild we actually just talked about it the other day me and him have uh we've done more podcasts together than times we've seen each other in person by a lot bizarre yeah by a lot it's wild Did you just um, develop a, a relationship through gaming yeah, we met in a chat room online. Um, <laughs> my code name was Lafonda. No, um, yeah, no, it was it was the beginning of the. Well, uh, the thing is, I met him one time at a one of our hometown bars. Out, we like John was out. We were all out. Ton of people. I don't know. I just see this uh, this six six pile of shit. <laughs> nice. Um, no, and so like I said hi to him, but you know nothing didn't think anything of it and then pandemic hits and we all just started gaming our faces off with people who i haven't talked to in in forever um and john was one of them and of course trent tagged along and then just kind of met him there and it 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 sparked uh sparked a podcast yeah so like what was what was that conversation like the first time either one of you like threw out the idea of doing a podcast so oh oh a little behind the scenes here uh we actually did i don't know if you even know this we did a a format podcast three episodes did you know that i did not what was it called from us so we uh we called it the outhouse podcast (laughs) um okay we just talked about shit um (laughs) that's good it was me beef john and our buddy chubbs um chubbs mcfisty chubbs mcfisty mm. um we we did it for we did three episodes but then you know everyone was, was under like time constraints and then me and beef were kind of like hey we kind of miss doing that so maybe we'll just do our own thing and hope they don't get pissed about it and they didn't so it was good and here we are all right and then last question before you get to our standard list how did you come up or decide on the name side of guac <laughs> It was actually not, we, we ran through a lot of names. Um, like we, we knew we wanted to do the pod cause we, we had done a couple episodes the other one. Like, all right, we like this. Let's think of a name. Um, and then that was what kind of held us back for a couple of weeks. I think one of our, I wanted to, one of our names to be, uh, the beauty and the beef podcast, <laughs> but that was, that was a little like self-centered of me so i couldn't <laughs> go with that um i forget beef wanted some other one but then one day we're like all right we were talking about chipotle and we're like yeah i'm gonna side of guac side of guac podcast and it just kind of stuck we couldn't get away from it so wow okay yeah here we are 40 episodes in Jeez. Jeez. wow that's yeah, actually insane yeah it's it is honestly and and for what it's worth just so you guys know um, my contract does end after episode 47, so I will be a free agent on the podcast scene if, you know, if anyone's trying to pick me up. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. Be- Beef knows your contract's done in seven episodes? Yeah, no, we've talked about it. I'm hoping I get re-signed, but you really never know these days. So when does the, when does free agency, when does that window, the transfer window open that uh, we could put in a qualifying offer? 
I mean, we're at, well, what are we at right now? I think we just recorded 41, 41. So about a, probably a couple months. I can get back to you on an official date, but. A couple months. You said your contract expires at 47. A couple months. Yeah, we're at 40. Two, we just recorded weeks. 40. So, okay, a month and a half. Okay. So. All right. Well, we'll start putting our brains together and figure out what kind of a qualifying offer we can put in. Uh, in Snake yeah. Here. No, I'm excited to. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to further my career in the podcasting uh, podcasting world. We would also. I'm going to speak for the other two. We would also consider uh, sharing uh, rights, given that you wouldn't have to edit this podcast. You could just be a recurring guest. That's actually really. McKee for me. <laughs> I don't have to do any work, right? Um, well, yeah, we, that would be that would be real good. We'd That'd make you sign good. a non-compete, right? <laughs> right, you're limited to a certain number of sidewalk, <laughs> only three per month, and then Beef right. has to find a random person for that fourth episode of the month. <laughs> That'd be so great. Honestly, this, the more you talk about it, the better it sounds for me. And so. he would have to edit that fourth podcast all on his own. Well, let's yes. make it so that he has to edit a couple more than that. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. Okay, perfect. All right. You know, so, for what it's worth, I just want to say, you guys, you kind of maybe not throwing shade, but talking a lot of a lot of smack towards us over at the side. <laughs> yeah, we love we love the hot takes over here on the Garage Beers podcast. We feel it uh, it drives engagement and conversation. So yeah, no, okay. But I just want to make sure, like, <laughs> that you know that. We're we're throwing punches if you guys come at us. Oh you know? no! If anything, we come at at beef because he was our stat boy, yeah. and then he just like faded off and didn't even he like Irish goodbye to us. And then yeah, all okay, of a sudden, this now podcast I need him to do shit, right? so you yeah. guys can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next question, a little bit more on the serious note, and we we've gotten some good answers. We've gotten some. Pretty shit oh answers, so uh, no pressure. But uh, what is okay. a valuable life lesson or a life hack that uh, that you've learned and you uh, have either shared or you continue? To oh live man, by? life hack. Yeah, this one always well, catches life, people. Okay, life lesson and life hack are so different. Correct. That's why, like, you can pick one or the other. Life hack is like, did you know you can use the back of a knife to open up a, a can of beans? Or life life lesson is like yeah. When I was seven, my mother told me this. Um, <laughs> Both of those are the extreme end. Yeah, but yes, well, you are yeah, correct. They're very different. They're very different. Um, one of my favorite life hacks that I I go by. Did you know that it doesn't have to be your birthday for you to buy a birthday cake? <laughs> you can just buy it anytime you want. They don't I even mean... check your ID. <laughs> <laughs> You just go in and buy a birthday cake. It's great. So by um, you sharing that, have you done that? I have bought a birthday cake wow. for myself. Who's to say? Maybe. <laughs> Did I eat a whole birthday cake by myself? Again, really, it's hard to know. But um, yes, I've done it. All so, right. Well, that that is mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, kind of one of those like, okay, yeah, it makes sense that they wouldn't ID you, but I have never, that thought has never crossed my mind to buy a birthday cake I mean, the day that's that, not my birthday. So that was a life hack, but that also was a piece of advice. Don't be afraid to go in and buy a birthday cake for yourself and eat it. On, <laughs> no, not on your birthday. You don't have, that's, a, that's really what it comes down to is that you don't have to wait for that one day a year to go and have that birthday cake slice. You can do whatever you want. Wow. Right. That's so, deep. Wow, that one's, that's deep. Hey, guess what? That one's free. 
<laughs> All Actually, right. no, you can Venmo me for that. Okay. I'll All right. Send you well, we can't Venmo yeah. your co-host, so yeah, we'll Venmo you. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Uh, question number four. Uh, so do you – we'll do this based on where you grew up, not where you currently live right now. So what is okay. what is the suburb that you grew up in? I grew up in Evergreen Park, Illinois. Okay. So what is Evergreen Park known for? Oh, man. This is a tough one. Evergreen Park is the uh, the one thing we are known for is that we are the hometown of the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski. Oh, boy. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. So would would he be at least, you know, give or, you know, plus or minus 10 years, like the same age as like your dad? Um. I don't know how that's old. That's a great question. Let's, so, like, because that's where I'm going with this is like, did your dad like happen to know Ted Kaczynski? <laughs> no, okay. I don't think so. I think Ted Kaczynski is like 85 years old. My so dad maybe your grandpa. Old. Maybe. Is your grandpa still alive? No. Damn, I was gonna say. Way to go, ask Way to go him? Jim. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll we'll edit that go. out. I was gonna ask if you could ask your grandpa next time you saw him, but that might be a while. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> well, honestly, it could be any day now the way things are going. But shit. oh wait, yeah. so he yeah. is still alive? No, I just meant I could die at any oh. moment. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, Gosh. all right. So no, we're known for that, and then we also have a really nice uh, Chinese food restaurant that everyone seems to know about. It's called Shai Tung. What makes so, it special? I don't. Honestly, nothing. It's just standard. <laughs> But uh, uh, they have a huge parking lot. Hundreds of people go there all the time. It is always packed. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It's good. Noted. It's good. So uh, Cole, and, and, and I know you haven't met Cole, but Cole is a uh, – actually, Cole and Nick both are avid golfers, uh, big fans. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if these two know, but you, you're a bit of an entrepreneur. You, a uh, Some you, would say. And you, uh, you have a company that uh, is called Bean Teas. Correct. So why don't you educate uh, my co-host here on, on what Bean Teas is? Well, Bean Teas is a company started by my cousin myself. Um, my cousin came to me with an idea to make uh, golf teas out of a uh, biocomposite resin, which is uses plastic and then uh, coffee bean wastes. So it's a mixture of both of those. And he was like, I want to make teas out of this. How can we do it? Um so we kind of went through doing that, developing teas, creating designs and stuff. And we're at the point now where we're selling these badass uh, biocomposite teas. Um, so that's kind of how we started. And then from there, we uh, sell some sustainable merch as well. We've got polos, you know, all your, all your good stuff. Um, and then 20% of our profits go towards philanthropy uh philanthropic charities centered around the game of golf so like first tee is one for example um there's other veteran charities around the game of golf so 20 percent of our profits go towards that um so we're just trying to kind of grow sustainability in the game of golf so it's been fun it it, it hasn't exactly blown up but uh yeah, how, been, do you, how do you how do you buy these enjoyable. online only Right now they're online only. Yeah, we're trying to get them in, uh, trying to get them in clubs and in pro shops this year. Um, so whole, where I'm whole. going with that is, is our Instagram account has like 
fifteen hundred followers, right? So it's like nothing yep. like humble brag, humble yeah. Brag. <laughs> <hashtag> <laughs> If you happen to send us a couple packs of bean teas, this group in this sitting in this garage right now plays a lot of golf throughout the course of the mm-hmm. year. Interesting. We Interesting. would be willing to, you know, scratch your back a little bit, you know, wet the beak, uh, so to say, if uh, you know, maybe maybe a couple Instagram posts here and there, you know, promoting you on our story about like these sustainable philanthropic golf teas. What do you think? I like the idea. I like the idea a lot. This has some merit to it. Um, You know, Jim, though, that I'm not necessarily the best golfer. No, but, you know, we don't have to post like it shaves six strokes off your score. It's just it's all all about the the community engagement. There's there's a we're not saying that it doesn't. There's a study in the works. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cole, what what uh, what size tee do you uh, prefer? Two inch, two and a half, three I think it's two and three quarters. All right. So if you happen to make some about two right. and three quarters bean teas, uh, Cole plays about like seven hundred rounds a year. You know, we tell can... you what, I'm grabbing one right now as we speak. I'm gonna measure it for you. <laughs> yeah. Size you doesn't matter. A couple bean teas. <laughs> well, when you want two and three quarters, yes, it does. Okay. What? So we're gonna... While you're looking that up, what what does the size of like of a tea? Yeah, like what's. Obviously, I think, a three honestly, inches different I think from a two. Are, no, I think you're spot on with two and three quarters because I remember, like when we were designing them, I was looking up standard uh, T sizes, and let's see. Okay, What's, so ours are about uh, ours are a bit long. Ours are three point one inches. So three point one. You can always put it in the ground yeah. more, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. So what's? What sorry, is, I'm sorry to disappoint. What is the uh, the durability of these seeds? Are these like a you're you're going to grab one and you're going to use it the entire round, or is it like you're going through like three or four in a round? Probably. I mean, that's probably about right. Um, three or four. I mean, it's probably pre You're not just going to bomb them. It, like we sell them. Uh, we sell them in packs at I think ten and fifty, something like that. You hit it wrong. So, coffee beans just explode everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. So when we got them made, a little like deep dive into uh, the manufacturing of it, but they're injection molded, right? Do you guys know what that means? Oh, talk dirty to me. So <laughs> it's basically like melted plastic thrown into a mold, and then it hardens, right? Our uh, like plastic resin it's got the coffee waste mixed into it the guys who are uh injection molding them for us they're like yeah so when we were when we were uh injecting your your teas our whole workshop just smelled like coffee for the week <laughs> and we're like are you serious he's like yeah but not good coffee like burnt oh. coffee we're like <laughs> oh okay well then we tried our best you know we didn't we weren't accounting for that, so. Right. All right. Well, what the other you thing, you know, worthy of note, a uh, previous guest on the show is an assistant uh, golf pro at a local club here in Dubuque. So, you wow. get us to sign off on these bean teas. True. There could be uh, there could be some expansion in the in the bean teas uh, distribution in the Dubuque area. Yeah. yeah. Shit, we're gonna need a Dubuque sales sales rep. I mean, Shit. and and out of all the courses in the area, like it's. It's, it's nice. definitely in like the top three. Yeah, public. Right, in, in terms of public, public courses course, yeah. that, that you know anyone can play at. So there might there might be something there for you guys. There's something there. There's hey, there could be something anywhere. To be honest with you, All right. Right well, we'll have well, when you come up, bring some bean teas with you. 
We'll yep. get we'll get our our previous guest who's a, a fan of the show to to give these a test run. We'll get Cole to to get his take on it. We'll get you some publicity on uh, on our Instagram, and we'll see where that goes. How does that sound? That sounds great. That sounds great. Love it. This Collaboration. Is, I just feel like it's turned more into a, a business meeting. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, just wait until you uh, you hear what our our demands are. We're we're still you know we might uh, we might need some merch too. So we'll see. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hey, okay. you scratch our back, you, you wet our beak, we'll wet your beak. All right, Jim. Funny thing <laughs> about my back, though. Okay. All righty. Tom, uh, next, next and last question, but who knows where we go from here, is current events. And uh, tonight's kind of hot topic, you know, you being an Iowa grad, you know all about Iowa Hawkeye wrestling. I don't yeah, know how course. big of a wrestling fan you are, though. Um, but over the weekend, the Hawkeyes caught some uh, caught some flack for uh, what they were doing in the Big Ten tournament. Um, basically, once guys had advanced in the tournament, where they earned their their AQ, so to say, to the national tournament in Detroit, they were medical forfeiting out of the tournament to avoid either additional losses or some of them had injuries. But basically, you know, one of the, the, the topic we discussed tonight was that whole concept of avoiding, avoiding another loss without any detriment to you. So like, do you know, why were the, I'm, 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 I, this is, I'm sorry. This is news to me. Good. I, uh, as big of a wrestling fan as I am, you know that, um, <laughs> I not. did not hear about this, but so they're forfeiting, they're forfeiting the NCAA tournament to not get any more losses. Potentially, they, we, so they forfeited. So like good example at heavyweight, Tony Cassiope was in the finals. Of course, Tony. Yeah, right. Yep. He was in the finals against Gable Stevenson. Gable Stevenson's a two, two or three time, two time, two three time two, national two champ, three, gold three medal time, yep. winner at the Olympics. Right. You saw that. And yeah, uh, yeah. Cassiope did not have any, any, you know, noticeable injury throughout the tournament. And medical forfeited his finals match against Gable Stevenson. Now, when you do a medical forfeit in the sport of collegiate wrestling, you don't get a loss on your record. It's like the match never happened. You just the other guy just automatically wins. So he's so he there was these athletes are so confident that they're going to take a loss that they're just forfeiting. Yeah, I mean, well, they in, didn't want to so, have like other repercussions that if he would have had wrestled and lost that could have hurt his seed at the national tournament. Uh, I see. And or legacy kind of. Right. Right. Well, so, okay. But like, I feel like legacy, like if you're, if you're giving up a, if you're forfeiting a match because you think you're going to lose, isn't that, isn't that like say enough about you? Yeah. I don't know. And that's, that's kind of the, what's been playing out on, on Twitter. And then we, we kind of took that a step further staying in the collegiate rings, but like, you know, University of Illinois beats Iowa last night in college hoops. And yeah, uh, yeah. so so Iowa, or I mean Illinois, sorry. Illinois is the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. Let's say they advance through the tournament bracket. They know they're going to the NCAA tournament. Like, what would the reaction be if Illinois just said, you know what, we're not going to play the title game. We're, we're gonna just going to forfeit. We're going to rest our guys. Right, we're going to rest our guys. Like, that would be against, absolutely against insane. per se, Iowa, would that be even possible? No, no, because they're on the same side. It would of the not bracket. be right. I was gonna say if it if it could be against, I would be like, shit, we're Big Ten champions. <laughs> I <don't care. laughs> like I don't care. No, um, I think on the other no, side I, of the bracket would be like saying. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. But 
if you're, I don't know. You, I feel like lately, like these days, every sport can be thought through. So like analytically, like you could, you can play, you can play every game and play it just, you know, with your best talent, or you can like analyze every aspect of it. Right. And try to get to that, that last, you know, a championship. Um, and I guess that's what they're doing. I don't love it, but is it wrong? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. We what's, all think it's wrong. What's been the consensus? Yeah. We all think it's wrong. I mean, another one that we didn't talk about earlier, but kind of applies is like in, in baseball, you get to the last, you know, two weeks of the season, you've already clinched your division. Now you bring up a whole bunch of guys from your, your farm team in that last month because the, the roster size expands to 40 instead of the, the mm-hmm. 25. Right. You know, you're still playing the game. You're still getting, you know, the, you could still obviously win some of those games because baseball is pretty unpredictable sometimes, right? So it's not quite the same thing. But, like, the whole idea of basically, like, you know, as Cole said earlier, like throwing in the white flag, like if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Or just obviously straight up forfeiting. Like I think, I think that sets a really bad precedent. Well, I I I agree. But is there any merit to the like the fact that this team's performed so well early in the season that I don't want to say they've earned the ability to do that, but you know what I mean. From that angle, you could say you know they've they've done so well that maybe at this point they don't need to. They don't need to be playing their top players. I mean, that's the whole. So once you're once you're elite, you don't have to prove it anymore. Well, no, but no, no. no. (laughs) My argument also be different for baseball. The hot hand going into the playoffs usually wins more times than not. Yeah, and I mean, I got hot hands. (laughs) But in Big Tens, (laughs) I mean, that's almost as like a big accomplishment as it's almost tougher to win a Big Ten than it is to be an All American. Right. Right. Sure. So, yeah. So I we were wondering if you were going to have a, a hot take on that for us, but uh, sounds like you're you're in line with with the host of the Garage Beers. Podcast. I mean, what what? Uh, it sounds like you wanted me to have a hot take. So <laughs> I mean, we just want you to be honest. No, no I'm I, being I, honest. I'm being honest. I don't think like is anyone going to be like, oh no, I'm I'm full on board. Just have to forfeit everything. <laughs> no, I agree. I, 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 I was going to say, the point Jim, of sport. What's the point of sport if we're not going to participate in every potential well, the, event? And the potential you know. counter to that is the fact that, like, okay, if I take another loss, that could drop me from a five seed in the NCAA tournament to a six seed or a seven seed. Right. And now that totally changes, you know, who you potentially have to face in the bracket. Like, if you're – let's uh, let's actually use the, the four and five seed. If you're a four seed – in that bracket, that means that in order to get to the finals, you're going to have to potentially beat the number one seed. Right. If you are the five seed, you're on the bottom half of that bracket, and you can make it to the finals without facing that number one seed. So, like right. playing devil's advocate here, like Nick always loves to do, that's the that's the advantage potentially, um, you know, of of not taking uh, another loss, right? Well, yeah, but we all agree it, it is to a disadvantage. Our whole point is that that shouldn't be allowed because again, you don't then de- even deserve that seed. Right. Because right. you would have lost. Right. So. I don't like I don't like that you got and I didn't know that I didn't know the the wrestling 
debacle going on right now that you can just forfeit and it doesn't count as a loss on your record? A medical forfeit. A medical forfeit. And, oh, f- yeah, okay. But there's no, like Nick was saying in the sport of swimming, like if you have any, what did you say, any if kind you of brace? To, if you have to brace or tape or anything, you need, a, you need proof from a doctor and you have to show it to the I official. I like that. You need a doctor's note. When I miss <laughs> a, more than one day of work, I need a doctor's note, so so do you, okay? Yeah, exactly. You're an athlete, damn it. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't – that's messed up. Yeah, I'm a, I am I wish I had a hotter take. That's all right. So uh, Here's we, a hot take. Okay. I think they shouldn't have banned the Russian athletes when they used steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so does, no, does that apply also to uh, – you know, the Barry Bonds and the Mark McGuire and the Sammy Sosa that, uh, you know, and Rafael Palmero and all those guys in baseball that took steroids. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you were watching baseball, right, in the old days, the good old days, some would say, and you were just watching dinger after dinger, you know, 450, 500-yard five, dinger, what? Were you enjoying it? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I think steroid yeah. area was great Yeah, you were. Yeah, no, you weren't just enjoying it. You were, you were really, really liking it because it's fucking incredible. One of the best seasons so, was the Sammy Sosa versus Mark McGuire home run, like oh yeah, battle. Oh yeah, so people why are were glued. We, why are we limiting this? Oh, I don't. Yeah, just, yeah. Just say, hey, you know what? Just write up. <laughs> just, just, yeah. just get rid of the rules. So then we'll uh, we'll spin zone that into uh, the Tour de France, uh, Lance Armstrong, and the whole blood doping. Mm-hmm. You know, does that same thing apply? But see, here's the thing. So in the Tour de France, everybody was doing it. Right. He was just that much better at it because he only had one ball. <laughs> yeah. He had less weight to carry. That right. was the key. Right. Yeah. So anyways, but uh, all right. So we'll uh, maybe next time we'll give you a, a more controversial topic for you to have a hot take on when you come into the studio. Yeah. Cause I'm, I love having hot takes. You know that I love being the bad guy. Um, so if you got something I could have a hot take on, then just throw it at me. Okay. You know? We'll, uh, we'll do our we homework. Won. We'll come prepared. Last it thing. It probably doesn't help. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go, you go, you go. I was gonna say it probably doesn't help my, uh, my image for the, uh, the garage beer podcast award winning listeners that I'm like, Oh yeah, my, uh, my hometown. It's yeah. It's a Unabomber home. The Unabomber <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll try yeah. not to have you labeled as uh 10 Kaczynski's like fourth cousin. You know, I, I definitely am not <laughs> at least fifth or sixth. Right. Right. Which at that, that point you might as well just be like next door neighbors. Right. Right. All right. So last thing I've, uh, I've actually been wanting to ask you this and saving it for, cause I knew we knew we were going to have you on the show. All right, so yeah. at the beginning of every episode of Side of Guac Pod, you yeah. throw out a random, like, this episode sponsored by X and Y. Mm-hmm. Two-part two question. One, okay. where, like, how did you come up with that idea? And two, like, how do you decide who that's going to be each week? Um, came up with, I don't know how exactly we came up with the idea. It was definitely my idea. I'll, I'll take that one for the, uh, I'll take credit for that one. Um, I don't know how it started. I just, I always think it's funny that every, you listen to every podcast or every like every huge podcast that people listen to, they always start their episodes with this episode sponsored by me undies and, uh, you know, and blue apron. It's like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but so I was like, all right, let's just make up some stupid shit. I forget what the first, uh, 
the first episode sponsors were what we did. I don't know. Um, one that I remember I, is is one episode, and I couldn't tell you which episode it was, but it was like in the first ten or twelve. You were like, "This episode is sponsored or brought to you by sliced bread." Yeah, sliced bread has been. Yeah, sliced bread is a sponsor. Um, <laughs> ups and downs of emotions has been a sponsor. I think um, just you name it, you name it. It's been, but I think it started as like the like, oh, we'll do this for we'll do this a couple times. And then I remember one week I was like, all right, I think I'm going to stop with the sponsor thing. And Beef's like, no, no, I really like, I really like that we do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're right. We'll keep doing it. But how about you do it this week? And he's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> he's not a decision <laughs> maybe, guy. No, maybe not. Um, so like, all right, fine. Um, so, but we kept doing it. And where I get them from, it, it, I, I don't know, the, the back of my mind where there's monkeys run around and there's fires and it's, I don't know. I don't know. So, but yeah, it's, that's, that's one of our little, uh, little things. If you've never listened to those people listening, go and check out some of our sponsors. Yeah. Sign walk pond. You can find them on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. You guys, you guys do the video, which I, I told Nick and Cole, like from the start, like, I, I don't want to go down that route because yeah. I had heard horror <laughs> stories of like how long it takes you to put all that together. And it's like, I no, not interested. No, yeah. You don't want to put in the effort is what you're saying. <laughs> and like from the very start, when we, the first episode, even be like leading up to it, you know, our kind of mantra is like basically low we're budget. It. We're just like sitting here in a hodgepodge of lawn chairs. I'm sitting on a mechanic stool. <laughs> In the corner of the garage, drinking beer, and, like, we we don't want to try and be anything special. And, like, we we get, like, our numbers tell us we get, like, 50 to 60 episode or listens per episode, and we're great. If we got 20 listens, we would be fine with that. If we, you know, our biggest episode was uh, season one, episode 11, and that one lived on as the most recent for, like, seven months, and it has, like, 180 listens on it. Wow, but Look I think I think that's well largely because like it just we, sat there. Yeah, it just sat there, and so like when people, you know, oh, that's uh, right, right, right. So we'll give I, you. I want to just say, you said that you don't want to be anything special. I, you guys are something special. Okay. Oh, oh nice. wow, you just uh, yeah, you warm just in our heart, tickled me mm-hmm. in a special place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it. so and we'll do. we'll leave you with one little tip. Uh, Nick is our social media expert for the Garage Gears podcast. Oh, if yeah. you want to, you know, really uh, jumpstart or get a ton of followers, Nick has the uh, the strategy for you. So all okay. I do is, and this is only if you don't care about ratio at all, which most people don't. Um, go to uh, podcast accounts that are related to yours or similar audience. Go to their most recent act post, uh, you know, picture video. Go to whoever liked it because those are the people that engage on social media, and then just follow all of them. <laughs> wow! And it it is mind boggling how many wow. people return the favor and like like yeah. or follow our our account. And like it, I don't know where you got that idea, but it's genius. Just uh, swinging it. That is wildly smart. That is good. That's good stuff. I mean, we get probably what one out of every five will return. Yeah. Which... So how many do you guys have? I think 
all, I think all of our listeners are people we know or like, uh, you know, there's a connection to someone we know, right? Do you not, guys no, have, like, not us. Rocks, not just we baby. get some yeah. randoms. We uh, we have a listener who's who's followed the pod since as early as we can remember, and uh, she is uh, right now. She's based out of Winnipeg, um, uh, Canada, and she listens to every episode. She sends us DMs, and she is uh, taking a little vacation to Dubuque in April wow. to come see us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's her name? Uh, so she started out as Rock's Duchess, uh, and now she's. Uh, but right when we started recording for season two, she changed her Instagram name to East Coast Girl eighty six, I think. Okay. And um, shout out East Coast Girl, and yeah. thank you. For what it's worth, if you ever want to be on the side of Black Cloud, you're always welcome. <laughs> I know these guys might be a little intimidating. We're very friendly over there, so just. <laughs> Hey, well, Tom, thank you uh, for taking time out of your Monday. Glad we can catch you on a night that you're not uh, busy editing or recording or doing whatever. Yeah, no, else. it was fun. I'm, I feel like I took up way too much time. Never. Nah, we, never. We don't. This is the segment that we don't put any yeah. kind of like cap on because if it's good conversation, <laughs> okay, good. it's just going to flow. So that's uh, that's what we had tonight. Uh, don't worry. You are still uh, on the short list for guests that we will welcome into our studio here at 6505 uh, in the corner. Love that. And uh, so next time, next time you're in town, we'll uh, we'll record maybe just a special episode with uh, with Tom, the the founder of uh, the Side of Guac. Wow! Pod. Whoa! Whoa! Co-founder! 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 You say what you say, I'll say what I say. Beef's not listening. All guys. right, fair enough. Thank you guys for having me. This is a blast. Thank Can't you. Can't wait to see you guys in person. All right, don't yeah. forget to send us by those the, bean teas. Absolutely. Hey, Jim, how tall are you, by the way? Classic. Classic. Well, that was Tom from the Side of Guac Pod. Uh, I've uh, I've seen him once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but he's uh, kind of a household name at, at six five zero five. Friends with uh, Gob and Trent, uh, the uh, the I guess we'll we'll say it the other co founder of the Side of Guac Pod. They uh, much different uh, approach to their their programming, but uh, good friends uh, of our pod and and. Uh, we return the favor so go ahead and give them a follow and a listen on your favorite podcasting platform